when my video beatboxing with a McDonald's cup went viral, I got over a billion views online. I was quick to assume that I'd just get a, a bunch of YouTube subscribers and would go in full time on on YouTube as a musician. <laughs> That's just what I was gearing up for. That's what I'd been preparing for. The video went viral. I'm thinking, yes, I'm going to get a bunch of subscribers now. We're going to do that. Is it didn't really go viral on YouTube. Alex Williams here to welcome you back to Broken Bulbs, the show for entrepreneurs, creators, and builders who need to keep it real. Today, I'm joined by Parker Kane once again. He previously featured on episodes 107 and 189 of Broken Bulbs, so be sure to go back and check those out. Again, that's 107 and 189. Parker is a beatboxer, musician, speaker, and podcast host, and his viral video, McDubstep, has over a billion views on Facebook. The video landed him his very own official McDonald's commercial. But even with a viral video, he didn't get to follow his dream of being a musician on YouTube. That's coming up after the break. Hey guys, real quick before we get into today's show, I just wanted to say a huge thank you for listening and thank you for all the ways that you offer support, whether it's through reviews or sharing it with a friend or family member who you think would get something out of this episode. If you want to find more ways to support us, you can go to mechoradio.com slash support. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com slash support. Again, that's mechoradio.com slash support. And with that, let's get on to today's show. Parker Kane. Ready to talk about one of your broken bulbs? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. So let's take another one here. Today, we are talking about your attempt to become a musician on YouTube. How'd that go? It went well, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll, we'll get into it. But basically, my whole life, I've been passionate about music. Mm-hmm. And it really started when I was a little kid, and particularly when I was nine years old, when I started learning how to beatbox. My family was really big into the pop music back then. It was the 90s. And again, particularly NSYNC. We loved the boy band NSYNC. And in NSYNC, we really loved Justin Timberlake because he did the beatboxing. He's the best singer, the best dancer, and the only, from what I understand, the only beatboxer. So um, I just always was very passionate about music. That was a big part of my life. You know, I, I did play some sports and stuff, but I primarily went into bands, all the different kinds of band. I learned a bunch of instruments, mellophone, French horn, all the different saxophones. In my senior year, I was the drum major of the marching band. Like music was just a big part of my life. And then I did uh, musical theater and drama and some choir classes. And that was just always a huge part of my life. It was also something that was kind of my sister and I's thing. Like that was the, that was something I did with my sibling all the time, you know, (laughs) was uh, music. And so in high school, like when YouTube kind of became a thing that kind of dates me, puts puts out there my age a little bit, but YouTube wasn't always a thing. And when it was, my sister and I started wanting to make YouTube covers and post our song renditions on YouTube. And we were inspired by a lot of other people out there who, who were doing that too. I tried to get into posting those musical covers with my sister and that continued on into college. And we got 
a bit more advanced with our camera gear and we had more money so we could go to a studio because we didn't know how to record ourselves at the time. So we would go to a studio and get like a professional recording of it. And we'd have much, many more friends to collaborate with, people who played cello, people who could sing harmony or sing other lead parts and other verses. And we just started collaborating and building this whole kind of YouTube channel under my YouTube channel, Parker Kane. And if you go there, you scroll all the way back to the initial videos. There's like one or two kind of interesting beatbox videos in there. And then the, mo- the majority of them are collaborative musical song covers with my sister and our college friends. And that's kind of what we were doing. And when my video beatboxing with a McDonald's cup went viral, I got over a billion views online. I, I was quick to assume that I'd just get a, a bunch of YouTube subscribers and would go in full time on, on YouTube as a musician. <laughs> and that's just what I was gearing up for. That's what I'd been preparing for. The video went viral. I'm thinking, yes, I'm going to get a bunch of subscribers now. We're going to do that. And instead, what happened is it didn't really go viral on YouTube. It did get, I think, two and a half million views or something, but it wasn't like the same exposure as what was happening on Facebook. And so YouTube, I really didn't get that much growth from it, but I did get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails in my inbox asking me to speak and beatbox at events, corporate events, influencer events, all kinds of events throughout the country uh, here here in the US. And so, yeah, I I thought I'd become kind of a musician on on YouTube, but instead what happened is that, that was my intro to the speaking space. And when I started speaking and sharing my story, I started realizing, oh my gosh, like I can really impact other people. And by sharing my story, like it's more than just listening to a song cover on YouTube. I'm changing people's lives out here, you know? And so I found this whole new passion that I wanted to speak. I wanted to share my story. I wanted to find and share other people's stories. And I just wanted to uplift and inspire other people. And so I started a podcast and I jumped deep into speaking. And now it's it's redirected everything I'm up to, whether it's podcasting, whether it's how I show up on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Clubhouse, YouTube. I'm, I'm working on creating more YouTube content, but in literally everything that I do now, I have the lens of wanting to help and inspire and uplift other people. And it has really very little to do with music. And so it's kind of an interesting situation where music was the start of it all, but the more I pursued it, the more I uncovered other passions that, that were maybe a bit deeper and more meaningful to me. I like this idea of how you get started on one path and then you start finding things that, that mean more to you. Obviously music is still a huge part of what you do. You still do a lot of beatboxing and, and singing and performing in other ways. And if, if people want to listen to your story, you were on in September of last year, September 8th, uh, 2021, we released Mick Midnight Beatboxing. That's episode 107 if people want to go and check that out. So maybe for people listening to it, how can they practically take that lesson and apply it to what they're doing right now? I think understanding that everything happens in phases. You know, when I was nine years old, 
I was not passionate about speaking and podcasting and inspiring everyone around me. When I was nine years old, all I could see was beatboxing. And so the first things first is, is this simple principle. If it excites you, it's the right thing to do for the most part. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to throw in some caveats just because, I mean, sometimes people can do exciting things that are terrible. <laughs> but uh, for, the, for the most part, if it excites you, if it pumps you up, if it's something that you are extremely happy about, extremely passionate about, 99.9% of the time you're on the right path and that's something you're called to do. That's, I mean, if you're a believer in God, uh, which I am, I just feel like that's God's little breadcrumb for you that you're on the right path. And then that's something you're supposed to do. And it happens in phases. So when I was nine years old, beatboxing was my thing. That was my breadcrumb. That was my hint that, that I needed to be doing that. And the more we follow those breadcrumbs, the more we do those things that we're, that we're so stoked about the more we uncover the deeper reasonings why and also a bunch of other passion and passions and things that we're passionate about that we never ever would have uncovered otherwise. And so to go back to your question, for people who, who need to implement that, implement this in their lives right now, pay attention to what excites you, recognize what phase you're in right now, and just know that by diving into that, whether it's a week later or years later, you're going to be led to a whole other thing that you weren't expecting that is also going to be super exciting for you. And of course, at the end of every episode, I like to give you a chance to plug what's working for you now. So fill us in, Parker, what's working for you and where can we go to follow you? What's working for me now, as always, is the talk show format, whether it, it's YouTube, whether it's podcasting, whether it's social media platforms. I just love interviewing people and doing things similarly to, to what you're doing here, Alex. And so I, I love this podcast, by the way, everyone subscribe to it right now because it's incredible and it's unique to every other podcast that I've that I've been on. So definitely do that. And then my website's parkerkane.co, parkerkane.co. Uh, and that's kind of the center hub for everything. I've got all my social media, my podcasts, my videos. Uh, if I'm doing any kind of merch or anything, like literally anything that I'll ever do is always going to go to my website first and foremost. So that's the best place to go, parkerkane.co. I love it. And I'm going to have links to it down in the show notes so people can go and check it out. And with that, I just want to say once again, for a third time, thank you, Parker, for joining me. Thanks so much, Alex. It was fun. And thank you for listening. How often have you gotten sidetracked by things happening differently than you expected? Be ready to seize those opportunities. They will appear when you least expect them. That's your fortune horoscope for the day. You're welcome. <laughs> Special thank you to Parker Kane for joining me and being willing to talk about his broken bulbs. Be sure to check out his work, including Upbeat with Parker Kane, which I've linked down in the show notes. And if you want to support Broken Bulbs and the rest of the work I do, please visit mechoradio.com support. That's M-E-C-H-O radio.com support. Or click the first link in the show notes. And remember, Parker previously featured on episode 107 and 189 of Broken Bulbs, so be sure to check those out as well. Broken Bulbs is produced by Mecco Radio, and we are, of course, a proud member of the Create Fine. I, Alex Williams, was your host. The podcast artwork is by Bethany Gustafson, and the music we use is by Brian Claxton and Wesley Thomas. Oh, and thanks again for listening. 
Mecco.